Last week, Oppo staged their global launch event for their latest model, the Find and Flip 2. And uh, we just felt like it was important to upload a bonus content episode, uh, just kind of relaying some of our thoughts on the event, as well as obviously the product itself. Yeah. Areas where they made some smart moves, maybe some key innovative ideas, and of course, some of the shortcomings on that model and areas where they can improve upon, as well as a glimpse on how we feel it might stack up against the Z Flip series uh, now, as well as in the future. Um, mm-hmm. With that, we'll go ahead and get right into the general gist of things, starting off with the event. And, uh, and I, I really don't like to spend a whole lot of time on this just because, you know, obviously the product uh, itself is the most important thing. Sure. Um, yeah. But it is worth noting that, you know, this was a decently laid out launch event. And for the most part, there weren't really any moments where I was cringing or felt like it was awkward. Same here. Um, no. Or, yeah, you know, it's something that happened quite a few times during the recent OnePlus event. Uh, which, of course, that's their sister company under BBK Electronics. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, although Peter Lee wasn't the easiest person to listen to, at least from an American standpoint, uh, he really did a great job at just helping the audience understand what the product entails, where their vision started, you know, kind of just breaking down how that vision fell into place. So overall, I think this was well done. And I really don't even think it's worth comparing to other launch events from other companies just because... Uh, you know, every company will come at you from a different angle. So uh, suffice it to say, I was pleased with this one. um, And that'll actually lead us right into the main purpose of this episode, which is the product. Yeah, so um, there are multiple main features that we want to highlight here. The first one is this sort of teardrop design, if you will, as they uh, put it. Uh, So basically, every other manufacturer, whether it's been Samsung, Motorola, what they have is usually a U-shape design. Um, this causes the crease to be more noticeable since the force of collapse pinch the display much more tightly, if that makes sense. However, Oppo has engineered this teardrop design where the clasp is pinched not at the bottom, but about a quarter of an inch, I think, further up from, from where it usually is. Um, yes. This allows the crease to be a lot less noticeable to the point no pun intended, where you're gliding your finger down the middle of the display and you don't even really feel that crease, at least from what um, most tech tubers are saying. Uh, exactly, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was the first highlight. I don't know how your what your thoughts are on that, but it's... I, I um, Really, that it. was the most impressive thing that I saw from yes. them. I, I know we'll get to something that was more key and we felt like was uh, important for future flippable phones, but this was really cool because... I think that's the most noticeable thing when it comes to competition is the crease. Yes, absolutely. Um, so what they, how they engineered it, how they approached it, I felt like it was really important. They gave it due consideration. And, um, yeah, it just made that bend more wide, and uh, which allows it, when it's unfolded, to just be less noticeable. So Yeah, and I think, and this is just speculation, but I think you're going to start seeing most companies start to use this type of technique because I find it hard to find another way to procure this type of thing so that way there isn't that straight hard crease there yeah there's two factors that come into this one i feel like is the actual screen itself Mm -hmm. um kind of the materials that you want to use and then there's the actual engineering of how it folds so unless they're going to use a different material or something like that to adjust that uh, I do feel like, yeah, this is a really good way to go about doing it. And, yeah, I, I think there's a possibility that you will see some other competitors um, 
mimic it in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, speaking of the display, uh, this is one more um, notable, I would say. Um, the exterior display of it is 50% larger than Samsung's, right? That was like the right. whole main talking point right there. And it actually yep. ranks it as the largest exterior display of any flip phone. Moreover, not only is the interior display AMOLED, but so is the exterior. So you get kind of a high quality on, on both ends there. The outer display features mainly just widget capabilities. And obviously, you can use your yeah. camera as well. Um, yep. I think this this was a great move by Oppo, 100%. Yeah, it was. Uh, obviously, there are, there are some kinks. And we'll get to those uh, soon enough here. But uh, th- that's the hardest thing I've had with Samsung, it, at the very least, because it is a small exterior screen. And it's hard. it's kind of hard for you to maneuver in certain ways. When you have an exterior display that's a lot larger, you're able to utilize it for your own benefit. Uh, I think it's a lot more efficient uh, in a way. But... Um, yeah, I think uh, you, you know you make a good point there, but I also think that there's that balance that I think manufacturers were afraid of because when you have a larger exterior display, then it lends more vulnerability, and I that might be a reason why they haven't really gone that far. Uh, I think, uh, to my knowledge, I think Razer is the only other one that actually has a larger screen on the exterior. And we'll see with the protection here, there is a little bit of a difference. You have, um, like you said, they have AMOLED, and that's the same thing as we have with the Z Flip. It's AMOLED. Mm-hmm. They have Gorilla Glass 5, and then Samsung actually uses Gorilla Glass Victus Plus. Mm-hmm. So there yes. is a little bit of extra protection there. Um, but that, that's just my theory on why we haven't really seen bigger screens. Obviously, this is now coming to fruition, especially with Oppo. Um, but that was just my theory on why that that's taken place. So nevertheless, I am glad that this is yeah. kind of um, motivating other companies to you know consider doing it this way. Sure. And uh, move along here to the battery. This is coming in at about forty three hundred uh, milliamp hours. Um, so in terms of that spec, it dominates all other flips, um, along with the fact that you can get a full charge in less than an hour. Now, obviously, there have been some talking points as to, depending on the use of this particular device, it can yes. drain the battery, especially um, we've heard from multiple tech tubers that uh, yeah. when you're using the 4K camera, um, it can drain that battery. But I think Oboe actually put a restraint on it so that way it wouldn't. Yes, so you're actually losing out on something there. But which is yeah, which is some of those controversial things that you do, um, which I don't necessarily agree with on a flagship. This is a flagship phone. Let's just say that. Oh yeah, is, absolutely. Um, no, no doubt about it has that. A, has a premium design. It has this newest, latest form factor, being uh, you know a folding phone. Um, so when you kind of hinder some of the features that you would otherwise expect, especially from other competitors. It kind of makes you wonder, like, okay, what am I kind of missing out on? And that's just one of those aspects. It's in the camera. So, um, and I think another, there's a couple things that kind of fed into that. And I th- one of them is that you get actually 1,600 nits peak brightness on yeah. this Oppo phone versus 1,200 on the Z Flip. So that's one factor. And we'll obviously hit on another one later on. But, um, yeah, like you said, there are some things that I feel like uh, hinder that 4,300 milliamp on the battery. So Yeah, kind of like just with camera specs, just because it has that spec doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be 
better. There's always certain circumstances, whether it's the chipset, whether it's the um, the tabs that you're using. There's a variable of limitations that yes. have an effect on those results. Yeah, yeah we, we actually yeah. discussed this um, Tuesday with Qualcomm coming out with their third gen, and it's going to have 20% if energy efficiency. That is something that takes into effect when you're using a battery. So, um, but I just wanted to point that Which out. Which is as ironic well. because that's what that's what Samsung did with their S twenty three Ultra. Yeah, exactly. You know, they used that made for Galaxy Qualcomm chip, improved the camera capabilities, and yet we sh- we expect to see a lot more improvement on the power efficiency. So exactly, um, these are flippable. So there's there's a little bit more of a difference. You really can't compare those two. Uh, so you do have to expect to be some limitations just because there's a smaller form factor. Yep. Uh, and then one final highlight we'll talk about here is that the Fine N2 Flip has no gaps when closed. Uh, that was something that I was actually very impressed by because pretty much every phone has that gap when it's closed by a certain uh, small angle or whatever. Uh, Samsung has that issue as well. Um, so yeah, not, not, nothing really much to talk about there. Again, it is an impressive feature. but Which is actually kind of interesting when you think about it because you, you pose that note about how uh, the Oppo doesn't have that gap. Samsung does, mm-hmm. and yet, even when they're trying to be lenient towards the bending of the screen, they still have a gap. Oppo doesn't have a crack, and yet they have less crease. It's kind of interesting when you think about it in that in that I know. reality. So I I, I kind of appreciate that. And it really does come back to that teardrop design. And this actually comes to a, to the the thought of, um, I think it was. I think it was a couple of tech tours that mentioned as well that um, Oppo hit Samsung where they were the weakest, I think, which I feel like they spent so much time on that that they kind of forgot <laughs> to work on their own areas. And obviously this was a first gen. We didn't expect yeah. a whole lot of perfection out of this. We didn't expect it no. to be the be all end all flip. Um, Correct. But you have to focus on every one of your pieces that you put together especially when you're spending that much money exactly especially when that phone is exactly priced uh, or nearly priced as the galaxy z flip 4 so and if you're going to make that claim that your phone should be the same price as a z flip 4 while you could argue yes there are multiple things that they added to dominate the z flip 4 there are also things that kind of make you Mm, turn your head a little bit like it what? makes samsung consumers you know speculate well is this actually worth switching because now i'm kind of seeing some areas where man i don't really know if i should actually get an oppo you know mm-hmm. find and flip too and uh, you know when you like you said when you spend that much money uh, you consumers that you listeners out there aren't going to just drop that cash most people nowadays, they're going to go on YouTube. They're going to go to those tech tubers. They're going to look at the reviews. They're going to look at the comparisons, the battery capabilities, the photography results. It's all right there for yes. you. So um, it's you can't really dumb it down and be like, oh, well, we sell a great product. We have a really well-engineered screen. It's hard to hide where your shortcomings are, and that's kind of part of why we want to have this episode because you know it's important to jump into this, especially mm-hmm. when you have such an amazing phone, which I really do feel like yeah, it's an amazing absolutely. phone, um, competing against you know a, a tech giant like Samsung. Yeah, and I feel like for a first, I think it definitely made a huge impression to the tech community. Yeah, they did for a first attempt. That was I felt like it was really good. Um, 
I was disappointed. I felt like they could have done more. Sure. But, you know, it is what it is. So, And if they improve these issues, and we'll, we'll also discuss a few other issues here in a minute. Um, if they improve these issues, if they listen to their consumers, mm-hmm. they will definitely be a major competitor in this. I have no doubt about that, actually. So it's just a matter of time and, you know, um, patience, development, development. it's all, all of that factors into making this amazing flip. But yeah, so we'll go ahead and get into now the, uh, the other issues. We kind of touched on some of them, like with the exterior, uh, display or whatever. But, uh, one of the things is flex mode and this is where Samsung has, you know, really held strong in this. Uh, if you're taking a photo, let's say you flip your phone up and it's held at this angle, say either 45 or 110 with Samsung that stays there. Like it's, it's, it holds strong right there. Unless obviously you close it on purpose or whatever with the find N2 flip. If you put it at like 110 degrees after a couple minutes, it actually falls back down (laughs) flat. And that I feel like is a, I think didn't Samsung's first Z Flip they actually didn't have the issue like it was it was fine right I don't remember that was a while ago um so I I think I think with Oppo uh, I they they focused on one part and that was when the phone was almost closed mm-hmm. because they gave you that uh photo perspective of going upward at an angle to kind of give that um close-up perspective yes they did uh, mention and that, obviously yeah. we're going to link the youtube video launch event in the description so you guys can actually take a look at it if you would like to um so i thought that was interesting i thought that was a cool you know i guess you'd say feature um but when you do have it almost all the way open that's really where it kind of becomes annoying mm-hmm. um and that is something that i it's kind of weird because they did photo- focus on the teardrop design but all of that was incorporated into the hinge as well. So I'm like, how do they not think about holding that there at, like, I think you said 45 to, uh, to 110 degrees. So Yeah, kind of- and I know for a fact they tested this thing, like, extensively. They showed that, what was yes. it, 400,000 times you could flip this open and close it? It's supposed to be, like, 10 years, I think it was? 10 years. If you did it 100 times a day 100 or times a day, like yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. And they even made like a whole five minutes on like how extensively they tested each and everything. So that begs yes. the question: If they tested that out, how in the world do you like? like I agree with you. How did that. how do you miss that? Like how did they not <laughs> test that? It's so weird to me. Like, and, and that's where the issue comes in. Is like they they showcase this to to I guess provide evidence as to why their phone was dominant over Samsung completely. And they made it. They also showcased all those tests, and yet there's yeah. there's a lot of flaws that you you sit back and you wonder, wait a minute, if you tested those things, why did you test these things, and why are these issues that could have been resolved? And there's also the um, the issue uh, as with the display as well, where uh, let's say you open an email and you're yeah. on the Z Flip, I can actually go through and look at the email in full. Exactly. With the find and to flip, you can't. You just can view the subject and the contact from the person or whatever. Yeah, that's it. It's 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 a pretty interesting that they did it that way. Yeah, and it's like only six widgets as well. You can use the yeah. camera, but you the thing and both JD and I had discussed this in passing. The thing we wished they would have done is you have a bigger screen, 
and even a couple of tech tubers agreed with this as well is like you have a bigger screen why not use that as like another way to use your phone in full like why is that not a thing a mini android home screen yeah is really basically kind of what i would have envisioned yeah so that was really probably one of the most disappointing things was just how they executed that exterior display they made it bigger and then all of a sudden they limit you on what you can do with that big screen yeah now evidently um you know some some youtubers have reached out to oppo and they said that could be fixed on a software update we may implement more features that's great and all, but why doesn't not say just a whole lot. introduce it to begin with, you know? And yeah, it doesn't say a whole lot of what that is going to be. So yeah, that was definitely a really big shortcoming in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this is Oppo. Like I said, this is BBK Electronics uh, subsidiary. So you're going to have, in all likelihood, um, you know, just that big color OS um, skin on top of Android. And I know some people really don't like that. I personally like a lot of other ones um one ui yeah uh, personally i love just vanilla i love getting a pixel phone because it's just pure it's they do a lot of great sure. things with that um but if you do like color os i think this will be great for you um there's just yeah there's just some of those quirks uh the other thing i, I think uh, somebody said on on youtube was um just double clicking the um power button to shortcut to the camera Yes. I've been doing that for years, and yeah. I just never thought that somebody would create a phone that doesn't do that. You used um, to use the I know volume for iOS users, that's completely irrelevant because it's they've never done that. Right. But for Android, it's just that's what I do. I love that double clicking the home or the power button to go straight to the camera. It's just so quick, easy, it launches it fast, and then before I know it, I've got the shutter going and um I don't miss my shot. So yeah, that's a, just another little quirk. Yep. So um, and I think all that comes down to the um, internal specs, and that's the dimensity. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9,000 plus. It's a 4 nanometer chip. Um, same thing as the uh, 8 plus Gen 1 that's on the Z Flip 4. So I feel like um, that kind of partly has to do with the battery efficiency as well. Um, your chipset is going to be yes. a key player in that. Um, and it kind of begs the question in my mind, uh, this goes back to pricing. You didn't get a Qualcomm chipset. You went with MediaTek, and that's yes. not to say that MediaTek is awful. They're trying to forge their own path um, in, in competition with Qualcomm. Yeah, um, but they're just obviously not there yet. And so to have that price so close, I know. Um, I don't know. It's just there's there's just a couple things in there that I'm like, it makes me want to buy it. But then I'm like, well, I don't know if I do. So um, at one point in time, I'm sure I will be testing this phone out to see how well it works and, you know, give you an actual experienced opinion on it. Yeah. Um, but for now, I, I think we're just kind of have to go with what we have. So I'm not sure if you had any other closing thoughts on this. Um, no, not really. I mean, like I said, it's it's a first gen, so it's going to have its flaws. It is a it's first gen. Issues. Um, but I also think like... These things that they have implemented, I think, is going to make Samsung and these other companies start turning heads a bit. Yes, the phone didn't exactly come out the way we anticipated, but I mean, the, it rocked their world a little bit. It, it shook did. them up. It and was said, like, hey, whoa. this is what we can do. This is what's possible. We gave you a larger exterior screen, we gave you a less noticeable crease with our teardrop design. These are possible engineering feats. What do you have to say about it, Samsung or Razer? You know, 
let's see what you got. So yeah, it, it, so as far as to look at what we see in the future in this comparison with Samsung, um, or you know, we really haven't seen. You don't have anything from Google, of course, not yet. Um, or I think OnePlus has plans to do a flippable phone here. You said it was going to be in the, the third quarter. Third quarter of this year. Yep. Third quarter of this year, so we should be expecting a um, flipping phone from. That yeah, I know. The minute I said that, I was like, you know, that doesn't sound right. Uh, we we expect to see a clamshell phone from OnePlus. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think Oppo has really made themselves known with this launch. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really what sure. the biggest thing is. It wasn't so much. It's kind of you know what I think about when I when I when I see this model. I think about the Rocky film, the original Rocky film. His goal wasn't to win. He just wanted to last the bout. Yep. And I think that's what Oppo did in this first iteration of their clamshell phone. So I'm excited about it because it does add that competition and it benefits the consumer because more more companies are going to try to innovate and compete with other what other companies are, you know, putting on the shelf. So yeah, and just one last thing here, like you mentioned, uh, I think it was maybe a few weeks ago or something. If Samsung dominates everybody, they can easily just raise their prices because they are the only kind of flip phone that's out there that has the highest quality. They have full control yes. when no one else is out there really doing a whole lot of stuff. If that makes sense, um, and I fully agree with that. Actually, I, I'm right there with you. It's you have to have competition, otherwise prices get hiked. There's a monopoly. Samsung yeah. can just say certain things, make certain deals or whatever, and it just gets out of hand. So, yeah, I'm I'm really for Oppo. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I'm 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 excited to see them succeed in various ways. Um, and yeah, there's just there's a lot of brands out there that we're seeing, you know, go with that clamshell competition. Like I said, mm-hmm. Google, Samsung, yeah. um, OnePlus. I'm not really going to speak towards Apple because there's just so many rumors that are even sometimes conflicting in some ways. So, um, yeah. and if you're if you're listening to this, you're really not thinking about it from an Apple perspective. You're an Android user, and um, you know that's kind of why you clicked on the link because it's it's an Android product. So, um, but all that to close yep. this out, I really think um, this lends a lot of uh, excitement for the future. And um, kind of what I think we have rumors that Samsung is actually going to have a larger screen yes. on their Z Flip uh, 5. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So, yeah, they're already trying to change that, which I was kind of surprised because normally, you know, we talk about how companies have a two to three year plan. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that they kind of already had that in their game plan or if they're actually changing it mid design. I don't know how that plays. That's going to be interesting. I don't know if we'll ever actually find out how that played out, if they actually had it preconceived or if it was mid, uh, mid-design mid change. I think, um, to add to your point, I think it was probably pre-designed because, I mean, that's kind of Samsung, what I'm thinking. It's just hard to believe that they I know. It's, it's almost coincidental, really. It's ironic. Yes, um, exactly. I think that they've had that same display in there for, like, what, four, four years now? Yeah, I mean, it's gotten a little bit bigger each time. Um, well, not each time, but yeah, it, there's been a couple where it was smaller. But it they, probably it's, grew it's stale to some people. Like, 
It probably did, and I think a lot of it was it wasn't even Oppo this time. I think it was the Razer phone. I think the Razer phone with that yes. little bit larger screen and being able to see that, and I think it'll almost have a mini Android home screen on the front, uh, really helped to kind of spur Samsung on and say, let's start pushing it and get a bigger screen on there. Um, and I think really the only concern I have with that is just the battery life, you know, because you have, mm-hmm. you're also have a bigger screen, and how does that affect, and, you know, how many milliamps are you going to add on, or how dangerous could that be? Because that goes back to the Note 7. A lot of contingencies hold within, like, that exactly. battery. Not yeah, specifically, exactly. but... So, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we've got for this uh, event. Again, like uh, JD said, the link will be in the description below, so if you guys want to view it in full, if there's things that we didn't exactly discuss on point, you guys can go ahead and head over there and watch that video. And uh, with whatever streaming service you guys are listening to this on, make sure you go ahead and leave a like, subscribe, follow us for future notifications. And um, with all that said, this is JD and Riley signing off. Peace out. Peace out.